There we go. Hey, we're live, everybody. I'm Tim Gillette, and welcome to another Tim Gillette show. Today, I get to bring back a guest from last year, someone who I've gotten to know a little bit by, uh, first of all, I've seen her on screen last year. Second of all, kind of following this girl around. She's doing some things even with COVID. She ain't sitting still. She's moving. And that's what this whole uh, this whole series this, this month is about that. It's people who've actually said, you know what? Screw COVID. We're going to keep doing. We're going to find something else. We're going to keep moving on. This girl here is an example of it, and I'm glad to have her back. Jen Sugarmeyer. She was a guest last year, and she is back here with more. Let's bring her up. Hey, Jen. Hey, hey. Hey. So, uh, you know what I mean? What's up with you? You've been traveling the world, it seems. <laughs> I'm saying, like, COVID was great for so many reasons. And if you optimize, like, traveling, it was like $70 to go anywhere. <laughs> it was so good. So I've been all over the place. Uh, I've traveled more now than, uh, I mean, I was always an avid traveler, but I absolutely dialed it up a notch or I kept it going during COVID. So, what, yeah. What, were, were, I mean, were you worried getting on planes or anything like that or no? No, no. I mean, you follow the guidelines. I did everything that was told, you know, I mean, you do, you follow the rules. That's it. Follow the rules and wear your mask when they tell you. And that's what I did. So you just keep used to it. Mm -hmm. Well, I had, all right. It's funny because I, I was telling you just before the show went on that, that like in August last year, I flew out. It was the only time, only flight I took during the whole shutdown area was August. And I have a real issue with masks. Not that I'm against them that no, like, the uh, what is it? The claustrophobia of having them on, all yeah. right. And I had an issue when I used to paint cars that they found me passed out in a, in a booth one time from having a mask on type oh. deal. That's why I'm not in that line of work anymore. And I was scared of it, so I'm like, okay, I've got to do this. I've got to go to California. I've got to help my friend. I've got to move him back here. Um, what do I do? I got to get on a flight. So I, I'm like, how do I handle it? And I got on the flight. I had my mask on, but I kept a, a bag of like peanuts that I bought. And every oh. time I felt nervous or, you know what I mean? I just would pull it down and have a peanut oh, and put it yeah. back up. And there that's how I got over it. So now I'm like, uh, you know, cause you, I, it's a three hour flight. You've got to have the mask on for three hours. And that yeah. was my only, you know what I mean? That or to have a drink and it got me through it. And I'm like, okay, <sighs> I can do it now. Okay. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they have all different kinds of masks. So like, I really liked the ones that were like those big, like face ones, not like the paper, you know, those crappy paper ones, but like those big ones that look like you're robbing a bank. I like yeah, those yeah. ones. Yeah. Those ones. They were kind of. Yeah. And, and it's, you know what I mean? Work. It's it, yeah. I, it's not that I'm against masks. I am sick of having them now. I'm just saying I'm sick of having them, but like um, I, I was supposed to fly up to see my wife this weekend. She's actually in Jersey. And I was like, Oh, I'll fly up. But I realized I was going to have like 16 hours there and I'd have to turn around and fly back. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. For, I'm not going to Jersey for 16 mm -hmm. hours. Just not Jersey's just not worth 16 hours. Okay, well, I hope your wife doesn't watch this. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I won't be able to see her much because she's work. She'll be working the whole time. So, like, oh, I'll see her okay. at night to have dinner, oh, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Jersey. Uh, I'm there for 16 hours to hang out in her hotel room. That's what right. it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I got but it. I have a client up there, and I have, uh, you know, a mastermind member, and my daughter lives out uh, outside of Philly. Like, I would see them. That was that would yeah. be it. I wouldn't really see my wife much, but anyway. Yeah. She'll be home next week. Uh, we'll take another trip somewhere. Anyway, we'll get over it. Uh, uh, but um, so you traveled during COVID. All right. 
did you like, you know, write, write more books or what did you, what'd you do new? Anything new? I did. I did. I did so much like COVID for me was very pivotal. So I was, I had my side hustle going on before, uh, before corporate or before COVID hit, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I got laid off March 4th last year. And so when I got laid off, I said, okay, I'm taking this prime time. And that's exactly, Hey, Robert. Um, that's, so that's exactly what I did is I took my, my part-time business full time. And so I optimized the time and I knew I was going to be exiting corporate. I didn't know I was going to get laid off, but I knew I was going to be leaving corporate. So I had sold my house. I sold my truck. I sold my property and I moved into a tiny apartment. This was like five months before COVID hit. And so when COVID happened, like I had already minimized my life, my bills, everything, because in anticipation of, you know, making a career change, which I knew was going to impact my, you know, financial flow and, you know, all that. So, mm -hmm. um, so I had now, I didn't have to take care of lawns. I didn't have to do anything. I just focused. So yes, I have written two books. I have done like, I, yes, I've written two books. My last book just came out last week. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I was on the news a bunch of times last year and between, it's just been, it's been crazy. I have courses that are out now online and coaching and working with corporate now, uh, just in all different capacities. So yes, to all of the, above. okay. Did you, did you write the course, how to quit corporate? I did. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Just that, they're probably, they're probably not going to have you in to speak about that one, but I'm just saying I, I would write that course. Yeah, no, it was that it was a really good move, but yeah. I actually do a lot of work with corporate yeah. folks now because I understand that world so much. Yeah. And I will tell you, I'm so glad to be out of it. Now I don't encourage them to leave it, but I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I'm not there. That's yeah. well, no, that that gent is a difference between you and me. All right, is I have no, I have like this hard thing about keeping my mouth shut when I go in. And I'm always like, you guys should quit your jobs so they don't hire me to come in and motivate their team anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they lose employees when I come. I don't know why. You don't like your boss. Screw them. Leave. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's probably why you get more of those speaking gigs than I get. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, so you got the two books done. So you became very efficient. All right. But that's your corporate world. All right. In a corporate, you had to be efficient to do your job. But now there's no discipline. You had to you you actually were able to implement the discipline and go for it solo. Right. I had to. And I'm a person that's a very, you know, creature of habit. And I've always woken up in the four o'clock hour. I mean, I've done that for like 10 years, the last 10 years. And I'm not a morning person. It's just where I get a lot of stuff done. So I was getting up at four or four 30. And so when I got laid off, I said, to heck with this, this is for the birds I'm sleeping in. And I started sleeping in a little bit later and a little bit later, a little bit later. And I realized that I, I hated that routine. And so I learned pretty quickly that I had to get myself back into a routine. And I don't even think I still have a full routine like I did once upon a yeah. time. Um, but I actually started a morning show. So I have a morning show. I go live at 6 AM every single day. And that is, for other people, but it's also for myself to yeah, get myself yeah. like on track. So I'm up at 4:45 so that I go live at four or at six o'clock talking mm -hmm. about mindset. And um, yeah, so that's just part of my routine, and it helps everybody else too. So well, yeah. I mean, you know, Glenn Lundy, you know Glenn, Glenn Lundy, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Lundy, 
Monday is his night. name. Yeah, he does a six like a six a.m. show too, and he's up at four or five a.m. Uh, yeah. That's that's like three hours after I go to bed. Right, you know, yeah. but that's my efficient time. Is like yep. I watch TV with my wife when she gets home, like between nine p.m. And 10, she goes to bed. 10, I come back up to the office. I work for three more hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, you have to know what works for you. I mean, that's you it. That's, it's your system. Finding out what works for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. But I do get what you said there that like, oh, man, yeah, I just want to get lazy. And you start to see a pattern going, wait a minute. Yeah. This is causing me to be lazy. I've got to correct this and go back to what was normal for me. Yeah. I, I didn't like it at all. I mean, I felt like, like I'd wake up and I'm like, I've lost the day. I, you know, and I physically wasn't feeling as energetic. That was my big thing. I just kind of felt like I was like a snail throughout the day. I'm like, I need to get up and I need to just hit it the way that I used to. Cause that's what I'm, that's what I'm used to. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, now I don't book an appointment before 11 AM. Like I do these shows usually between two and 4 PM. Cause that's like my, right now I'm in my high of the day. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. when I want to do my show because I can be my best at it. Whereas you're finding 6 AM that's your best, or is that just the best for you to do the show then and the best for your audience? I don't know that I am fully firing on all cylinders at 6 a.m., to be honest. I think right now is actually a really good time for me. It's definitely Mm -hmm. not late. Um, Early, I like being up. So um, right now, I'm in the grant process to take my show into like a studio, and I've got a much bigger vision for it. Mm -hmm. So when Mm -hmm. that happens... I'll probably pre-record everything and I'll have a different morning routine. But yeah, I don't know if like 6 a.m. Like I, I do it and it's good. But right now I'm more in flow than at 6 a.m. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, for me, all right. So like mine has always been and like COVID messed this up bad. But it, it, it in a way it changed my routine was before that. I mean, I, I have a thing like 8 a.m. is when I get up. And at eight, between eight and eight thirty, like I, I used to go to coffee and Starbucks, and that was like my meditation time. Mm-hmm. I literally coffee in hand, and I look like this stoned, uh, you know, grazed, you know, hippie. Uh, but that's meditation to me. That was where I can just sh- no no computers and shut the mind off. Yeah. COVID screwed that up because I couldn't go sit at Starbucks. Right. Right. Uh, but that opened up because my mom. Now my mom moved here in two thousand eighteen. My mom and I started. As soon as we can go back and sit for coffee, that's a morning routine. Five days a week, my mom and I go have coffee. And then on Saturday and Sunday, when my wife's home, my wife and I go have coffee. Yeah. So like that's routine for us. That's how I start my day. But I, like I said, I don't have an appointment before 11 a.m. I, I, I just am not cognitive enough to deal with someone else's issues before 11. <laughs> yeah. I need my coffee. It needs to sit in. Like I'm not ready to have this conversation with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you so, got to know yourself, you know, yeah, yeah. know what works. Yeah. So, um, but if someone reached out to you, Jen, all right. And said, uh, you know, Jen, I want you to speak to my audience, but they're on Australia time. Are you going to adapt for that? Or are you going to go, Hey, yeah, just not my thing. Oh, I'm not afraid to work. I used to work. I worked in Afghanistan. It was like seven days a week, 12 hours a day. Like you always in the, I'm not, there's not, there's, yeah, okay. I work around the clock. <laughs> so I just try to make time for sleep, but no, I would do whatever, whatever it took. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I had a, I had a girl, Lauren, uh, actually my, my, my virtual summit, we have them now on Saturdays and virtual summit this past week. My last speaker of the day was this girl, uh, Laurel, uh, Clement, Lauren Clement, and she's from Australia. 
Uh-huh. And like when she submitted to speak, I'm like, wait a minute, this girl's in Australia. So I got her on. I said, what time is it? She's oh, it's like 4:20 a.m. And I'm like, whoa, you know, uh, you're, you're you're dedicated. Okay, yeah. you're gonna speak in spot. I'll give it to you, no problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it so was so hard I- to like do that every single day. But I was talking with my grant writer about it yesterday. She was like, okay, so if they get you three million dollars and you had to be up at three, would you do it? I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I'd adjust my schedule. So yeah. So no, I would do the same thing. Like you know, uh, I get up. There's there's three events uh, every month that I either attend live or that I am on virtual. That are they they literally you go on camera if it's virtual at seven thirty a.m. And I'm a guy who's not functional, but I will get up for those. And I have mm-hmm. one live one here in Dallas. I'm not sure if you're part of Bill Wallace's here in Dallas. His mm-hmm. his success North Dallas. But uh, you know what I mean? That's one. I will get up and be live in the room at 7 a.m. As tired as I am. Why? Because it's a room full of, you know, successful business owners. That's why I Mm want to be around them. So it's like wherever Mm -hmm. success is, I'm willing to put in the effort to go get it. Mm -hmm. And I get that. I get that. that You're the kind of the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you have to stay true to you and your and your values and your beliefs and what works for you and your boundaries and all that. But there are times that, yeah, you got to throw in and just, you know, pony up and get her done. I mean, that's what it takes. Yeah. yeah. So, so let's talk about the books. All right. So you got yeah. two books done. What, what, you know what I mean? You want to go one at a time or, or you want to talk about them both? So, um, so my, uh, so my first one, so my third came out last week. So I'm on okay. book three. Um, I think we talked about reset my last time. The reset we talked about last year when you were on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so then I came out, I wrote a book, um, let me see. I think I got it right here. Yeah. You gotta have copies. Cause I don't have the copies. You didn't mail them to me ahead of time. <laughs> I, well, I don't even have the second one. It's I'm like, I, I keep waiting for the order. I ordered like 300 books because I have yeah. a, a, an expo coming up. So I don't even yeah. have it, but my mom has it. She's like, yeah. I was like, send me pictures. But, um, so I wrote a book on boundaries, which I, wow. I love this book. Um, you know, I honestly, and it's funny that I've become this like boundaries expert, if you will. Um, and I've done talks and seminars on boundaries. And, you know, I used to think boundaries was like, do you kiss on the first date? Yes or no. You know, I just didn't know the depth and breadth of boundaries, but it turns out that they are everything. And a few years ago was when I really started to dig into the topic. And when I started to implement them in my own life, I saw such immense change Mm-hmm. And it put me in the driver's seat. So my tagline is um, the yes, no playbook to what you want in life, because boundaries will help you get what you want. And I use the analogy of um, of a bowling lane. And if you think of boundaries like those bumpers, you know, the mm-hmm. bump, like, which yeah. I found out is a U.S. thing. I don't think they do this in other countries. because Oh, so like, that, that's where you learn not to say that in Australia. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Went, oh. say it there Because people are like, what are you talking about bumpers? But your your standards your goals those are the pins so as long as you know where you're going those bumpers are going to keep you from going in the gutter because what happens when you go in the gutter you don't hit the you don't hit your goal you don't hit the pins so those bumpers are boundaries so i use that analogy a lot in the book so that was a fun one and then my most recent one which came out last week which i don't have a copy of it yet i cannot wait to hold it this one is so much fun and it's confidence is queen and the premise is the queen is the most powerful player in the game of chess she can make Mm -hmm. all the moves so with confidence you can do 
everything. They say cash is king, but you need to have cash to be king. With mm -hmm. confidence, you can make cash and you can do everything. So that's really what it boils down to is how to dial up your confidence, how to step into your power and get the life that you know that you want and do it fearlessly, just limitlessly. So it's a lot of fun. Um, I talk a lot about, I talk a lot about my height actually in, in that book, um, which is a fun topic because I'm six foot one. So there's a lot of stories that people probably would never believe that like that's your life, but yeah, that's my life. <laughs> so it's a fun book. Well, you know I mean? I like tall girls. That's why I married a five foot nine girl. So yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she loves it because she actually says I can actually wear heels because I'm six three myself. She's like, I got a man I can wear heels with finally. So. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Heels have become my branding. And so I'm usually out in three to four inch heels. Okay. Minimum. And um, and that's become my thing. So I'm usually six, four, six, five when I go out in public now. Now there's a woman I can look up to. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. And your wife can wear her like super big heels around me. <laughs> Still feel short. Uh, well, interesting because you you actually talked about you know what I mean. Your your, your second book there was about boundaries, and you know some unique things that I've learned about boundaries. And I I call it setting standards. Like in 2018, in my world, I was like, you know what, I'm sick of dealing with tire kickers. Mm -hmm. So I set standards. All right, and you know it's kind of like boundaries. And that was, okay, I'm not dealing with people who don't want to, you know, take action. It's like uh, my newsletter this Sunday is actually about this subject of I don't, I don't ask twice. Mm -hmm. All right. So like the show, uh, you know, you've been on the show twice. So it's like, you'll get all kinds of invita invitations, but to the standard person, I say, you know, you want to be on my show? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get to it. I don't go back and ask them a second time. Yeah. And that's part of setting boundaries. Why? Because mm -hmm. if, if you wanted me to, to interview you, you'll step up and go on. You know what I mean? Right. I think I sent you, because we changed email systems, I sent you an email and said, hey, if you got something new, go ahead and do it. I didn't send you a second one. You noticed that. Right. Right. <laughs> but you jumped on it, and those are the people I want to work with. Those are the people right. I want to interview because they're doing things. Right, right. You it's know? like me coaching. I'm like, if you aren't coachable, I don't want to work with you. If you don't really want to do the work, yeah. And I've been yeah. working with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and I've had those clients that I basically have had to go, had to let go of my coaching. It's like, you're not doing the work. Don't waste my time. That's it. Yeah. It's a relationship, no? And yeah. so having those standards. So the way I see between the two standards and boundaries is standards are the goals. They are those pins that you are, they're, they're yeah. your objective. Like I'm not dealing with people that aren't coachable. I'm not going to chase people. And then your boundaries are, it's a, your day-to-day -day life. So if you then went and chased somebody, then you, you have broken the, the boundary to get you to your standard of I'm not chasing people. So yeah. that's, kind of the, the relationship I see between the two, the boundaries are what help you keep your standards in line. Um, yeah. yeah, I totally agree with you. I'm not chasing people. I'm not like, be my friend. <laughs> no. Nope. nope. So, nope. Uh, and I, and, and I, I thought that was something to do with age. So, you know, my mom said, you know what I mean? You kind of, you kind of let go of some of this, let go of some of this crap as you get older. Yeah. And, and I don't think, I think you're probably about 10 something years younger than me, but like, as I got older, I'm starting to see how my dad was. I'm like, oh my gosh, now I see why my dad said, screw that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we become our parents, yes. <laughs> that is that is the one commercial that my wife and I laugh at, but we're scared to laugh at it when my mom's in the room. 
Which is the I, I, the insurance commercial where they're talking about I help people not become their parents. Oh, <laughs> it's like this guy's like a life coach coaching people how not to be their parents. It's an insurance ad of some oh, sort. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, I'll have to. Because, uh, yeah, because one of the one of the things is, is they're going through like Home Depot or something like that. Uh -huh. And he's trying to coach him about how not to say things rudely. And the one guy walks up and he goes, this is a good paintbrush to some stranger. And the guy goes, he didn't ask. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, and the other one was is there's this guy walking by with blue hair. And the, and the coach guy is going, we all see it. We all see it. We all yeah. see it. And the one girl goes, blue hair. Blue hair. Because <laughs> you think about my father would have went, blue hair. What's that guy? Nuts. You know? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. For sure. Oh, that's funny. Oh. That's funny. I am so, glad, though, that there are a lot of things about my parents that I've picked up. I mean, there are some things that I'm like, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to go there. But yeah. that's like 2%. Otherwise, yeah. I think they, they did pretty well. No, like there's, there's things that I get from my mother very well. And there's things that I get from my dad. Uh, mm -hmm. God bless, so I miss my dad, but you know, it's, and I'm glad that I got him, but then there is, there's, there's those little things they are, they're little frustrations. We're all going to yeah. have them. And I get yeah. it. So. Yeah. Well, 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 Jen, you seems to be, you know, I mean, pretty fun in some of the stuff. What's some of the fun things you've done over the past year that you want, you know what? I'm living it now, baby. That you oh my God. I've been to Vegas, I think three times already this year. Um, that's always fun. Um, let's see. Okay, when you go to Vegas, do you see the shows or you do you gamble? I don't gamble. I don't, so I don't gamble and I don't drink, but I love to dance. So that's really my thing. Okay, I, cool. I, I have seen shows. I've seen, Oh, I've seen magic Mike mm, fun. Um, but I really like to go dance. That's my thing is I want to go get all gussied up pretty and then go, you know, and I like laying by the pool. So I'd say those are, those are the two things that I enjoy about Vegas the most. Um, and the food's good. The food is actually pretty good. Yeah, I know. I've, I've eaten some, at some really cool places in Vegas myself. Yeah. So I, yeah, I got to agree with you there. So I actually yeah. ate a hole in a wall in Vegas one time that like my taxi driver, I'm like, I want to go Italian. He goes, I'll take you to a place. And if you don't like it, you call me to pick you up, take you back to your hotel and I'll pay for your dinner if you don't like it. And I'm like, wow, okay, you, you, you got my endorsement. Let's go try it. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, that Vegas, what else have you done? Um, so I went to the um, Grand Canyon and that was a lot of fun. So what I learned about the Grand, and I just flew in and flew out. And they tell you like, don't go from the top to the bottom and back in a day. So of course that just challenges me. I'm like, I can do it in a day. But they tell you not to. But I did it in November, so it wasn't quite as hot. But it was really interesting. I got these um, these ice things for my for my shoes because mm -hmm. I started. It was 16 degrees and ice on the top, and then it was 80 degrees down at the bottom. And so we flew in, and it was Labor Day. Is that what's in um, or Veterans Day? What's in November? Whichever November is Veterans Day. Veterans, Veterans Day. Day. Okay, and it's free. There's five times a year where it's free to go into the park. And so I flew in on a Tuesday. It was Veterans Day the next day, so we went and did the the Grand Canyon. That was fun. And then I flew up back the next day. So yeah, Grand Canyon. That was great. Um, Let's see. I've been to Nashville a couple times. I went up to interview. Um, so I'm working for a magazine. I work for Recovery Today magazine and I interview folks. Um, and I interviewed Jack Cassidy. And so that was a lot of fun. And I'm flying up uh, to interview Saving Able shortly. So that'll that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's fun. Um, yeah. Nashville, Chicago. I was Wait, just Chicago wasn't like still locked down. Like I hear Chicago and New York are two places you don't want to go right now. Yeah. So I, 
I was there seeing my sister. My sister lives in Chicago and she's okay. pretty much locked down because she, I mean, my niece was less than two when I went to mm -hmm. go see them. So there's not much that we do anyway, other than just hang out in the house. So I think we got out a little bit, but it was just to walk. Maybe we ate out once, but I don't know how open it is, but we had a pretty domestic, uh, you know, just time together. We didn't do a whole lot. Hung out with my niece. So, and, and Nashville now, uh, like I'm not, I've not spent like a couple days in Nashville. I've, I've gone through Nashville a ton because I always used to ride motorcycle up to Pennsylvania and to the East coast. And Nashville's like one of my favorite uh, coffee shops is in Nashville. And, uh, just before the pandemic, we, uh, my wife and I, uh, gave an investment to a girl who she's building celebration house in Nashville to where it's like, it's just like off the party central, but it's a place for women like girls bachelorette part bachelorette. So like a bachelorette getaway. All mm -hmm. uh, right. Or, you know what I mean? Type deal. And she built this house. So we gave some money in to help her in a, as an investment. And I've yet to go up and see that, but Nashville is an interesting town that mm -hmm. a lot of people talk about, man, you got to go there. So, and you go there now, how many times you've been there? You said three. No. Uh, Nashville. I've only been once and then I'm heading up there next month. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. But it was, so I was there maybe in July this year, July, 2020 or June or July of 2021. And uh, I mean, it was crazy. They were, I would say they're pioneering the no mask thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of no masks, just a lot of people. Um, that was a fun time. So I was walking down, this is, I don't know why this, this sticks in my head. So I was just walking around by myself, enjoying the city, you know, okay, again, I don't drink. So I'm just, I'm walking around, I'm enjoying the music and the people and whatever. And this guy, this, he's like a younger kid. He's maybe 23 or something. He walks up to me and he's like, he just starts talking. So I'm talk, just talking to him, you know, and he's like, I lost my phone. My girlfriend is going to kill me. I'm like, you better find your phone. Like We're talking. And he goes, you know, you're pretty cool. I was like, yeah, thanks. Cool. Awesome. Whatever. And he's like, you're like my mom. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> Okay. So I'm there in my life. That was my Nashville experience. It was like, Hey, mom. Lesson, ladies and ge gentlemen, this is a lesson. Do not tell a girl. She reminds you of her mom, your mom. All right. Not go, a good oh. thing. He's like, no, that's not, that's not a good pickup line. <laughs> right. I was like, uh, cause I didn't totally know where this was going. I wasn't flirting with him. He wasn't flirting with me, but I mean, he's drunk. I don't know what's going to come out of his mouth, but I didn't expect that. It was just one of those. I was like, Oh, Oh, I'm there in my life. I crossed that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. That's my uh, personal experience. <laughs> um. So. Uh. So you may see so you've, you've done some fun things. Uh. Throughout the th throughout the pandemic, you've you've changed out. I got some books, some coaching programs yeah. going on. What do you see, uh, Jen, going for? All right, in the next two years. Yeah, this, the morning show, I have a big vision for that. Mm -hmm. And the morning show is called Mindset in the Morning. And, you know, we're, we're used to hearing about like, you need to exercise and work your body out. You need to make sure you meditate and do things for the, your spiritual self. But what are we doing for our mind? And the truth is that with COVID, we've gone from the CDC reports about 20 to 25% poor mental health to 40. And wow. mental health is this icky word, but Everybody has mental health. Every you have mental health. I have mental health. It's like 
physical health. We all have physical health. We all have mental health. It's like people don't haven't like wrapped their head around this concept. So mm -hmm. everything I do is mindset. And I, so I get up every day and I have 20 minutes where I talk about something that's relevant and how do you deal with rejection? How do you deal with failure? How do you find your tribe? How do you, you know, when, when, how do you deal with resistance? And, and so we talk about real life topics that you know and and how to navigate those with your mind because when you know better then you can do better and when we go out and face the day you know you just turn on the news or drive down the road or go into the office and it's like you get hit with a million things and all of a sudden you're riding the wave of crazy and you don't have to as long as you yeah. understand how to use this so yeah. mindset in the morning i have a really big vision for how this is going to look which is why i've spent a lot of money on this grant writer i have a lot of um faith in her and what this vision is going to look like. So in the next two years, I really want to see this get on more people's radar because I want, you know, I'm about transformation. I want to make an impact in people's lives. I want people to go out in the day and say, I'm in the driver's seat. It's not what's happening to me, but I'm happening to life. You know, it's like you making the decision that I'm not chasing people. I'll yeah. send you one email and then you can come to me. And if not, yeah. that's you in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. So, so that's one. Um, and then a lot more speaking gigs. So I have found that that is, that is really my niche right there is being and entertaining. Okay. So slightly different last week, I was an MC down in Houston at this event at the George R. Brown convention center. It huge. If you've ever been there and I was, I had to raise the energy in this place because there were, it was a little too big for the amount of people that were in there. So you really have to dial up the energy. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I know this crowd. So I started, I said, okay, DJ on my cue, I want you to play this song. And he starts playing the song. I said, all right, DJ, let's show him what's up. And he goes, this is how we do it. Mm. You know that song from back in the nineties, yeah. Montel Jordan. Yeah. So anyway, but I was on stage and I was entertaining and I was, you know, dancing and I was singing and I hit every note just on key and I didn't expect to do any of that. And we did it all throughout the day, just dancing and performing. And that's my sweet spot. So for me in the next two years, it's this morning show. It's out there speaking. Those are going to be my two main. Um, and I'll still keep up with my podcast. I'll still keep writing. I'll still keep working for the magazine um, and coaching. But my two big things are going to be the morning show and speaking. So, so then, then, then I should have no problem being able to reel you in for either the live blog and video con in November or uh, for my virtual event. Is that correct? Yeah, no, I'd love to come speak. I'd love to come speak. It's I funny how I get you to last year. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny how I get you to admit that on camera. So now I have it recorded that you said yes. <laughs> I have proof. <laughs> Ah, because yeah, it, it is, is I, and I've started bringing in my, well, my virtual event is about online marketing, but I started bringing in someone uh, about mindset or sales every month because to mm -hmm. me, that, those are two things we can do all the online marketing in the world, but if your mindset isn't right, forget it. Yep. And it's interesting the way you brought it up that I want to go back to something I dealt with my own life mm -hmm. and tell you how much you just want bam to Tim's head mm -hmm. was in the early 2000, like 2002, uh, the movie came out, uh, it was called uh, A Beautiful Mind with Russell Crowe. Do you remember mm -hmm. that movie? Good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at the time, uh, I have epilepsy and I take a medication for that. That medication side effect gives me depression. Mm -hmm. 
And at the time I was about my doctor's about to prescribe me something for the depression. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're going to give me a drug to counteract the side effect of another drug. Where does that, you know what I mean? When I played out in my head, where does that go? And then I seen the movie, a beautiful mind. And I'm like, you know what? This is going to be painful. And yes, there's going to be times that I'm going to be depressed and have to work through it. But you know what? This mind can mm -hmm. take me through it. Oh, and what you just said, one click. That's that's was mm -hmm. the difference that made in my life. That was twenty, almost twenty years ago now, nineteen years ago. Yeah. So 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 let me just tell you this. This will stick with you. Pills yeah. don't give you skills. Yeah. It's so yeah. Just one of my clients. One of my clients wrote that wrote a book that says pills are skills, not pills. One one of my clients wrote a book on that. Yeah. And uh, she she's she was a um, a psychi psychiatrist that pre prescribes the pills. Or the psychologist. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. But yeah, she was that for years and she retired and she said, I hate what, where we went with that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. now I get it. I got to take a pill so I don't have seizures. All right. I'm okay with that. But my, I, I love it. I'm 55 years old. And my doctor always says, I can't believe you're 55 years old and you're still only taking one pill. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if I can get away with that, or if I can get rid of that pill, I would. Yeah. Right. That's how determined I am to not want to rely on drugs. Yeah. Anyways. And good for you. I mean, and, and that's not to say there isn't validity behind them, but, um, yeah. you know, I, I, to, to, it took me a long time, it took me 35 years to look at myself in the mirror and say, okay, let's really face this thing head on. Cause I just mm -hmm. allowed life to happen to me. And I, I'm just talking about myself. I'm not projecting myself onto anybody else. Mm -hmm. This is just, this is Jen's story, but I just, as I turned on the news, I would, you know, whatever happened. And as something, you know, somebody, something would happen in my life. And I'm like, why does this always happen to me? You know, I was like this big victim in my life. And, and it took a lot of courage for me to stand up and look at myself in the mirror and say, why don't I like this chick? What's the matter with you? And to learn to love and respect her and understand her mind. And now, I mean, my self-love, there was a reason I had such crappy relationships for so long because I didn't value myself. So why would somebody else value me? I mean, yeah. it, it's a whole ecosystem. So once you really get in and you do the work, your life will change completely. Now, if you have pills, again, that doesn't give you skills. You may have an elevation in your you know, serotonin or whatever that is, but do you have coping skills for life? I mean, yeah. you just yeah. feel a little better. You still have the same, you know, stuff that's going on in your life. So how do you deal with yeah. it? You got to get in here. It's the only way. But on the flip side of that, like I take pill for a medical reason. And if my father yeah. would have taken his pills for his yep. medical reasons, he'd be alive. So yeah. that being hundred percent. <laughs> yep. Yep. And some so. people have cases where they, they, they need that level that, to be leveled yeah. out, but no. yeah. All right. Well, Jen's, Jen, it's been a great having you back on the show again today. Before we wrap up, I want to make sure everybody can go to find out more about these books and get a hold of you. What What's the best website? So jensugarmeyer.com. As long as you spell sugar with an E, you'll be able to find me. I'm the one, the only. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm probably a little more active on Instagram. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, jensugarmeyer.com will get you to everything. That's the master hub. Cool. Cool. So before you go, all right, we had a game last year, but we changed the game up this year. Okay. We have five envelopes, all right, and I don't know which questions are in which envelopes. You get to pick three envelopes, and we open them one at a time and ask questions. Oh, my god. Pick goodness. a number one through five. You get three, three, three numbers. Three. Three. I love it. I love people who love the number three. Next one. Next number. One. One. Okay. One more. Five. Five. 
I'm feeling odd today. <laughs> You're feeling odd today? Okay, so we're going to put those two not asking those. We're going to open up the first one, number three, and see what the questions you get to answer today is. <laughs> okay. I love this one. Who was the better lead singer of Van Halen? David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? Mm, David Lee Roth. Okay. Which coffee is better, Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks? Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Ah, okay. So yeah, you're you're not the same as me. So, uh, and which do you prefer, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Star Wars. But I grew okay. up with Star Trek. But I, I do know. prefer Star Wars. So you see, it's either, it's interesting. I don't know the questions you're going to get asked, but I got a bunch of them in envelopes. So let's open the next envelope and see what we've got this time. Ooh, I love it. I love that this one came up. First one on this one here is podcast or music in the car. Oh, uh, in the car, oh, you know, podcast. Yeah. In the car, it's like I'm half half and half because there's times I want to dance in the car. I don't dance, but there's times I want to groove and there's times I want to yeah. just listen. To it. So, but this next one, I knew, I knew I, I was waiting for this next one that came up and that was high heels or boots. Oh, heels. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I do have boots, but I love my heels. <laughs> oh, come on, you in Texas, girl. You got to have he boots with heels. I own my boots. But I rock uh, them. Some boots. We're gonna have to compare. We're gonna we're gonna have to see each other live sometime and have boots on because I got let's my boots it. that are custom boots. So oh, let's do it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the last one on this one here is at the movies. Do you do popcorn or candy? Popcorn. Popcorn. All the butter and stuff onto it too, right? Yes. So yes. Number three. I like it when I get the funny ones. Ooh. Where would you rather watch the movie? At home or in the movie theater? At home. <laughs> at home? Yeah, I'm 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 after COVID, I'm more like, yeah, I like to lounge in my chair and sit in my pajamas to watch it. It's been so long since I've been to a movie theater. I'm like, what does it feel like to be in the movies? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. So uh would you rather have a hamburger or a taco? Taco. Taco. I, I think you said that last because we had that one last time. So, uh, and another one of them comparison questions. The last one for you today is who is the better basketball player, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Michael Jordan. I knew it. Now I like you. <laughs> and that is how we play the game now. And it's a fun way to do it. And I have to, every time we do it, we revamp the questions. But. Uh, it. Jen, it's, it, it has been great having you on again. And thank yeah, you so much for coming in and sharing some new stuff. And, uh, you know what I mean? One more time, repeat the website so they can come check you out and tell them about anything you've got for them to come get for free. Yes. www.jensugarmeyer.com. And I do have free, two freebies out on the website. One is how to connect with yourself. Um, it is something that I have trademarked. It's called date yourself. And it's about how to reconnect. Like, how do you even start that process? Mm -hmm. um, and the other is a mindset hack that will change your life. I'm telling you, it will change your life. So go out. They're two freebies. Cool. Cost cool. you nothing. So jensugarmeyer.com, sugar with an E. That's it. Cool. I appreciate it so much. So thank you again for, for being yeah. on here. And to you, the guests, I want to thank you guys for coming on and enjoying our show today. Be sure to go check out Jen at jensugarmeyer.com. And stay tuned because we'll have another guest tomorrow. All right. On the Tim Gillette Show. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you then. Bye.